But it's a fun day to look on, look back on an incredible legacy, isn't it? Absolutely, Chris, and, and thank you for having me on. Uh, before we talk about too much, uh, you know, I want to – you just made a point about the way people looked at Billy, uh-huh. and I think that's probably the only reason uh, Billy's not in the College Hall of Fame – Number one, it's ridiculous that he's not in the College Hall of Fame. He's got 641 wins. There are guys with far fewer wins uh, in this Hall of Fame. And, uh, and, and the knock on Billy was that he never played defense, which was absolutely not true. Uh, we spent – I heard Bo on the radio a minute ago talking about uh, how hard the practices were. Yeah, they were hard because 75% of the time we're working on defense. And, and Billy always made the point, and nobody listened to it, that you, you don't measure the defense by the number of, of uh, points you give up. You measure by the, the spread. In the, if you win by 20 versus win by two, uh, 57 to 55, you know, that, that doesn't mean you play great defense. It's just two bad offensive teams. So now that I've gotten off my soapbox, <laughs> I'll listen to your questions. No, and uh, it's, it's a great place to start because it is. I, I, I sit here, and there's a part of me that when you say that, I, it, it doesn't even register because in all, it, it doesn't make sense, David. He's a Hall of Famer, period, in the discussion. The fact that he isn't is, is an absolute disgrace. It is, and, and Tommy is trying to uh, put an end to that, and and hopefully it's gained some traction. I know Norm Stewart's on uh, was on board. Uh, a lot of other really good coaches that are in the Hall of Fame are on board. Uh, I know I wrote a letter uh, at Tommy's request and basically said what I just told you that uh, you know you really don't measure defense by the number of points you give up. You know if if you win 110 to 80. You gave up 80 points. That sounds like a lot, but look how many possessions there were in that game. If you're going to pass the ball 30 times before you take a shot, which like that's what a lot of teams do now, and that's why college basketball's in the shape it's in right now. Every time the ball goes uh, up and down the floor, you've got two different coaches trying to tell them what play to run every possession. Billy had us ready physically. Uh, we were in great shape. And then uh, that's why you have practices. You you, t- you teach your team what you want to do in your practices because as a player, you've got plenty on your mind. You don't need to be looking at the coach every, you know, five seconds to see what he wants you to do. We knew what to do. So, once again, I'll try to stay off the soapbox. I'm not – I can't promise I will do it, though. Oh, no, you don't You don't have to promise because I'm, I'm going to be all over it as well. Uh, David, first of all, I want to catch up on a couple of things real quick with you. Number one, uh, are you still practicing law? How's the law practice going? It, it's busy right now. Yeah. Yes, still practicing law. Have uh, some other, uh, my hand in a few other things. Uh, got some oil, oil production and own a car wash. I'll, a few things like that. Nice. But, I, um, but I'm busy. That's good. That's good. And got, then, uh, how, how's Peyton doing? How's Pey- I mean, if people forget, yeah. What, what, is Peyton your niece? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, she's my niece. Um, she is married to the strength and conditioning uh, football coach at 
Texas El Paso. Oh, okay. They've got a babe. They've got a baby, so she's not coaching now. I mean, she's she's playing mama, and uh, <laughs> she's doing fantastic, though. No, she is. <laughs> That's great. So that shooting touch, it's in the genes, isn't it? Because I could watch Peyton Little shoot all day long, and David, uh, I can watch you shoot. Um, it, it, take us back just when you decided to come to Oklahoma, that process, when you first met Billy Tubbs, what, what was that like for you personally? The first time I ever shook hands uh, with Billy, I was playing at Texas Tech. You know, my first two years I went to Texas Tech, and then mm-hmm. uh, uh, I went in and told my coach that uh, at Tech that, look, I'm, I'm not happy here. I'm leaving. Uh I had some friends I'd played in some all-star games with that were trying to tell me, you know, come to my school, come to my school. And anyway, we had played Lamar when Billy was at Lamar my sophomore year. Uh, I remember going nine for 11. A lot of the shots were long, uh, long shots. Uh, What would have been a three-pointer, but back then we didn't have the three-point line quite yet. And, Billy and uh, my coach at Tech were um, happened to be on the same flight, and the uh, my coach at Tech told Billy that, "Look, I'm I'm losing the kid, and uh, I know that you just got the Oklahoma job. Do uh, you want to talk to him?" And he said, "Well, hell yeah, I'll talk to David." <laughs> and so Billy called me, and I I took one trip. Uh, Back to Oklahoma. I, the, Oklahoma was my second choice out of out of uh, high school, uh, and uh, took one trip. Signed the day I was here, and uh, have never looked back. Never regretted it. I, I know you got to hear uh, a little bit of what Bo Overton was telling us. What what were those practices like? What were those track sessions like, Dave? Well. Here's the rule: if you um, if you cannot run a six minute mile, you cannot practice. <laughs> so we had we had guys who uh, one in particular I may tell you about, but uh, where you get out on the track at the end of this all of this uh, I don't know eight weeks, ten weeks, however long we were on on the track, uh, there would come a day where all right. Everybody lined up. We're going to run our six-minute mile. And if you don't make it, you're going to be back out here at 6 a.m. in the morning, and you're not going to practice until you can run a six-minute mile. Um, we had one guy, you may remember, Big Time Jones. Mm. Uh, he's got uh, – I think the clock is still running on his first six-minute mile. <laughs> he was supposed to be a, uh, a savior for the program. Billy ended up redshirting him because he would not he would not get in shape and could not run a six minute mile. So um, uh, Bo said it best. I mean, they worked us like a dog. It, the fans get to see the end product, but uh, they don't get to see the 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 hot sweat nastiness of of the players uh, during those summers and. Um, early falls uh, where they just they kill you is what they do but but then the practices were uh, a lot of scrimmaging uh, and the rest was just uh, 
a lot of defense, a lot of defense. Uh, didn't necessarily wasn't necessarily fun, but it it was necessary. And that's why I get so frustrated with people who said Billy doesn't care about defense. He cared more about defense. <laughs> hey, I, I I know you're busy, so I hope you have time for a couple more. I that's okay. I had I had brought up David how it, it it sucks that there's you know in our YouTube generation, you gotta you gotta dig. There's a few highlights out there. You can find Billy saying. Don't throw things in the court regardless of how bad the officiating is. But some of those early teams, I wish there was more out there so we could watch it. Um, I was looking everywhere for your game-winning shot in, what was it, 84 uh, – or 83, right, uh, against Oklahoma State. 83. I can't find, 83. I can't find it anywhere. But I, I love – I was reading an article where it, it went from being, what, a 17-footer to some people like, I heard it was a half-court shot. It was a full-court heave. I mean, moments like that, I wish they were out there so more people could see them. But I'm sure you get asked about that a lot. Uh, It's got to be a a, a core memory for you in in knocking off Oklahoma State in in the old Gallagher-Iba. Small setting. They hated us. We hated them. And and you had a 17-footer. It would have been a three today to to, to basically shut the place up. I I remember that like it was yesterday. The um, – you mentioned how long the shot has grown over the years. My my niece, not Peyton, but another niece came to OU, uh, and she comes over one night and she says, Uncle Dave, I heard you made the longest shot in OU history. And I thought, what was that? And uh, she said, the one that beat uh, Oklahoma State, I no, it wasn't the longest shot. That That's not even the longest shot I made. Uh, but – Anyway, if you if you really get bored and, and have nothing uh, better to do, uh, I was just telling my daughter she was asking about it. Right. You can go to the Big Country Big Country Hall of Fame webpage. Uh, they have it, and when my brothers and I were inducted into that Hall of Fame, uh, they put a video together of all three of us, and that's on there. Uh, I know I, I was trying to find it one time, and I could not find it. Bill Self was at Oklahoma State at the time, and I called Bill, uh, who who guarded me every time we played them, uh, and I asked him for a copy of it, and he sent it to me, uh, but it's on uh, DVR, and I don't have a DVR player anymore. <laughs> DVD player, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I feel like there's these token questions that we've got to ask everyone, and, and, I'll, and I'll post it to you here, it, it, final two questions before I let you get out of here. What, what, what's a favorite memory? Right, we talk about the game winner, you know, in 83. That's a great memory. That's a great story. But are there things that maybe we didn't see as fans or as those who covered this team that maybe stay with you to this day and are core memories for you, Dave? Yeah. Uh, Billy is responsible uh, for my – for whatever success I've had in life, uh, in this way, and uh, I'd kicked around CBA and been some NBA camps, and um, finally I just said I want to go to law school. So I called Billy and say, "Look, I'm gonna move back to Norman uh, and uh, try to go to law school. Will you write me a letter?" And uh, he gets me a letter. Switzer writes a letter. All these judges that I knew wrote letters and. Uh, Still, OU wouldn't let me in, basically because my LSAT score was just south of a zero. It, it was not good. And uh, so 
I called Billy one day and said, Billy, I got a rejection letter from OU, uh, but I wanted to call and let you know and thank you for what you've done. He said, hey, Dave, I believe in you. Uh, you go find a business. I'll buy it. You run it. We'll make some money. And I thought, well, hell, that's putting your money where your mouth is. I mean, because, you know, coaches don't do that. When kids are out of eligibility, a lot of coaches don't have anything to do with them. So uh, about a month later, I'm, I'm looking and I'm getting close to doing what I want to do. Uh, Billy calls and says, hey, Dave, if I can get you an Oklahoma City University Law School, uh, would you go? And I said, well, yeah, nobody ever, no client ever asked, where did you go to law school? Nobody cares. They just want to know if you got a, a Juris Doctorate or not. So I um, I moved back to Norman. Uh, he said, well, you're in o- OCU. I called the president up there, and he's the guy I go to church with. And he said, yeah, we'll give him a chance. And um, obviously I made it through law school and did well. And uh that's something nobody saw. In fact, that's probably an NCA violation back in the day, but Billy didn't care. He's just, um, that's just Billy. Uh, I, you know, a, a lot of my memories with Billy are just personal moments. He, he During shoot-arounds, every day of a game, we would have a shoot-around, and, uh, and we'd do a walkthrough, and I'd, I'd do my part in the walkthrough. And then... Uh, People would shoot for a half hour, and I would never shoot. I'd just go sit down. And the first time Billy saw me, he said, uh, you don't want to shoot? You feel okay? I said, no, I, I feel like I've, you know, I've got so many makes in me, and I'm going to save them for the game. And so we would just we would just sit there and talk about the weather, life, uh, just whatever the subject of the hour was. And uh, we had a lot of good conversations uh and I, I miss those days, you know. And that's when I think of Billy. That's what I remember uh, the most fondly is uh, just sitting there with Billy uh, while we're watching everybody shoot. That's so cool. Listen, I uh, I can't thank you enough for doing this, David. I know you're busy, man. We appreciate it. You are uh, you are the absolute best for finding time for us. And I hope we get a chance to do this again soon. Anytime, Chris. Good talking to you, bud. You too, David. Appreciate it. Uh, I didn't – I haven't checked the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. And I just did. And this is really awesome, you guys. This is really awesome. I am uh, – I, I know it's a little different, but it's deserved and it's necessary. And it should it, – it, it's something that, unfortunately, we've lost – Billy passed away in, what, 20? So it's been four years – since we lost Billy Tubbs, but we're also, you know, 30 years from when he left the, the program. And I, I think that, you know, at some point, I, maybe it's going to be with Dave, when, when Dave Seeger joins us a little bit later on in the program. I do think there, and, and I, this is where I wish, Tom, gosh, I wish Tommy could come on during this show, but the importance of the reconciliation. I just, I, and, and maybe David's the guy to talk to about that too at some point. You just... You can't say enough about the importance of after he had left and the circumstances that led to him leaving and going. And by the way, 
A lot of my Billy Tubbs memories are watching him with TCU and seeing Lee Nalen and some of those dudes that he had when they would come play Tulsa when I was in college at TU. But I, I just I feel like it's a part of Oklahoma history that needs to be celebrated more, and I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that it is. All right, we got to take a break. When we come back, we're going to check in with Josh from the road. We're going to hit the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Skeeter Henry is coming up at the bottom of the hour right here on The Ref. This is The Ref Sports Radio Network. All right, welcome back into The Plank Show. Uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour, Skeeter Henry. Uh, Skeeter Henry is going to join us right now, though. We're joined by our man Josh Helmer, who is on the road to Arlington. Well, still on the road or there? Still on the road. About, uh, I don't know, a little more than uh, a bill away. But we're, we're scooting right along. Uh, I don't know how much you've got to listen uh, to this today, but I, I think it's just awesome, Josh. I really, really do. It's so cool to hear the, the history, the passion, the love that people still have for Billy Tubbs and the Billy Tubbs era at the University of Oklahoma. This has been really cool, man. It's been terrific, and you know the the best way to continue to honor is to go play well. Tomorrow afternoon would be the perfect way to, to cap all of these festivities. By the way, you know what is, is wild to me? I, I Again, just looking back on the schedules, boy, Billy didn't mess around with the schedules. Uh, they played some teams. They played all the TARC, UNLV teams. I'll talk to Skeeter about that coming up next, but uh, it, it, it's really cool to share the memories. Now, you and I do have work to do. I've got a softball game that, I hope is going to be played today. We have uh, we've had just a frustrating rain shower that's been going on since about the time I woke up, about seven a.m. this morning. So it's a turf field. I don't I don't know how that. I don't know it's how new the turf is. So that probably gives us a chance to play. And I'm watching right now. We got softball going on down at the Clearwater Invitational, where Oklahoma State and Georgia are tied up at four. And I don't know if this is a new thing in the sport. I texted JT to ask him about it. But, uh, Josh, you play. Pierce, Pierce Loveholtz is in today, at least for the first couple of hours. A bouncer with – it was runners at, like, second and third. So the runner from third doesn't have to go, Josh. It's a 4 nothing game Oklahoma State is leading. And the runner from third on a bouncer back to the circle breaks for home. And – doesn't stop. I mean, literally, Acock was in the circle for Oklahoma State. She she airmailed it so it worked, but is this a new thing in, in Diamond Sports that, oh, yeah, make them throw you out at home plate because, I mean, it's worked, but to me it's still dumb, right? You, you don't run into an out, an easy out at home, do you? No, uh, I would not <laughs> describe that as by the book. Okay. Uh, from the realm of, Put pressure on the defense, make him make a play. Sure, I got you. But in that particular situation, yeah, I mean, what? Nine times out of ten, you're getting thrown out at home play? Right. Ah, it just doesn't. Does not compute, Josh. Does not compute. But I, I, I've said this a lot today. Well, not, not today, but I think going back to, to yesterday. I think Oklahoma is going to get challenged. I think this is going to be – I think this is good for them. To, to come play to place that they haven't been uh, before. I, as far as I know, I don't, I don't think they've, they've ever played a game here, at least from what I've seen in the game notes. This isn't the same 
McNeese State team that you know nearly beat Washington in the in the Super Regional, right? And this isn't the this isn't that same team, but they did play Baylor tight this week. They played last night, uh, beat them three to two. I, we'll see, but I just I'm excited about playing a game at Joe Miller Field in an area where Oklahoma softball doesn't come that often, and we'll have a lot of people rolling in from Houston. Josh, you're going to get a chance to – I don't know if you're going to be able to follow the game this afternoon at 3-6, and six, but you're going to get a chance to be there firsthand before you call the game tomorrow for OU Tennessee. Uh, it, any news yet on who's starting today or kind of what's the mindset and the excitement about the other Diamond Sports, Skip Johnson's OU baseball team, looking to get back to the postseason – and looking to get back to to Omaha. Trying to recapture that magic, right? That took them all the way to the brink of a national championship a couple of seasons ago. Obviously made a regional play last season. So you start there. What do we need to mm-hmm. get accomplished to get back into regional play? And then uh, filling out all the, all the other puzzle pieces to, to go make a, a serious run at the thing. We'll find out uh, what this starting rotation looks like. Uh, Jamie Hitt is probably the name that i mean that's that's the one right that returns that you feel uh, you've seen a little bit from but uh davis today maybe to get things started and then girton tomorrow girton was in the interest squad last week he he dazzled a little bit he can really run it up there the righty that transferred in from texas tech now you look at that earned run average at texas tech obviously skip johnson and company they're going to want to take that thing south but uh, seven starts to his name a season ago, and I think he's got a chance, Plank, if everything comes together, to be pretty special for this group. But uh, obviously you've got to go out and do it. And maybe his first, his first opportunity in the Crimson and Cream is going to come against Tennessee, who's been, well, a national power the last couple of years. Um, I, I wanted to, real quick, before we let you get back to the road, Josh, and before Skeeter joins us, we have received so many good text messages. And I just – you know, this show has been set up to where we're going to have a guest talking about Billy Tubbs and his impact at the top and bottom of every hour. But uh, after we talk to, to David Seeger a little bit later on in the program, uh, I'm saving them all up, and, and we're going to spend the final 20 minutes of the program just, just going through them all. So I appreciate it all. It's, it's great stuff. I, know, I don't know if you've had a chance to, to look at them um, or, or read them yet, Josh, but they're all really good. So just thanks to everyone who has checked in on the – Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We see him. We're going to read him. It's great stuff. Now, before I let you get back on the road, and this is the – I think this is – Pierce is getting ready to leave us too. Is there anything we're missing that we need to get to? Josh, congratulations to Caitlin Clark, right? All-time scoring leader in college basketball history. Yeah. College basketball history. Um, all-star game for the NBA coming up this weekend. Daytona 500 on Sunday. A rumor is about the expansion of the NCAA tournament. I, are, are we missing anything else here today? Well, those are probably the high notes. Obviously, you and I are pretty laser-focused, right, uh, Diamond Sports Central right yeah. now. But, uh, yeah, man, that was, uh, that was electric last night in Carver. It took all of two minutes and 12 seconds for Caitlin Clark to go set the record. So all of the scoring that did not happen in the fourth quarter versus Nebraska, well, it happened really quickly. It was a single-game Iowa record last night for Caitlin Clark. So she broke the all-time record and then decided, uh, you know what, I'm just going to keep scoring too. So that was, uh, that was pretty fun. What, uh, what do we need to know about Daytona? What are you expecting? 
Well, after listening, I didn't get to watch. I listened to the dual races. It it sounds like it could be messy on Sunday. It sounds like it might be not not weather wise, but just who know we we could have some cars running into each other. But hey, I loves travel stops on the front row. Joey Logano looks fast. I don't know if there's necessarily a a, a, a make that's that's running faster than the others, but I, I think we might get a little bit of a mess on Sunday, Josh. We know we'll get one tonight with the truck race. That's for sure. Um, all right, buddy. Uh, have, have a great rest of your travel. And we'll talk to you again soon, man. Be safe. Okay. Thanks, Plank. See you, buddy. See you, man. Skeeter Henry joins us on Billy Tubbs Day next right here on The Ref. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Oh, man, I'm pumped to welcome in our next guest, one of the most electric players in Oklahoma Sooner basketball history, Skeeter Henry, is on the show on Billy Tubbs today. Good morning, Skeeter. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're we're celebrating the legacy of one of the greats, Billy Tubbs. Oh, yeah. How uh, how special was he to you, Skeeter? What did Billy Tubbs mean to you? Oh, man, he meant everything. He's one of my greatest coaches ever. Uh, when he was recruiting me, he said one thing, we're going to go around the world around the country, and we're going to play some of the top basketball teams in the country. And we're going to win a lot of them. So it worked out, man. It was it was such a two-year run at Oklahoma. It's, it's like, it's unforgettable. I mean, double-breasted Billy was a little short guy with stature, but, man, he, he coached us and uh, wanted us to play with a big heart, man. I mean, it was just such an amazing run. You know, we're going to we're gonna talk to Stacy a little bit later on in the show. You guys, uh, that, that – that team was so dynamic. But one thing that, that's really I'm, – I'm glad you mentioned that, Skeeter. You're going to play all over the country, and you're going to play the best teams. Billy didn't mess around whenever it came to making a schedule. There might be an Angelo State in there. There might be a, a, a cupcake or two. But, man, you were playing Tark in UNLV. You were playing Kentucky. Obviously, the Big 8 was a beast. What did that yeah. mean to you to, to, to play the best? You weren't going out and just scheduling wins. You were scheduling to get better, weren't you? Yes, sir. Uh, the thing about it is that right now they're saying the Big 12 is uh, most likely the best basketball country, uh, basketball uh, league in the country. But back then, the Big 8, it, it was it was just an incredible run, man. And we would play Arizona on the road. We would play them in Norman. We would go up to Pittsburgh. We would go up to Seton Hall, Royal and Vermont, Vegas, Hawaii. Man, it, it was just, I mean, he prepared us just to go play against the best. Skeeter Henry's our guest. What were those practices like? All right, I, I hear that's been one of our, our conversations in our three hours that we've had today is the challenge of practice, the challenge of getting game ready. Skeeter, can you take us through what that was like for you and having so much talent, so much depth in those practices? What were those like for you? Man, we had a situation so that we were, we were just competitive. I mean, even the, even in the offseason, the running – the running, getting us prepared to put up, put up 100 points and, and come at you for 40 minutes. Practice was so, so amazing because you're playing against other All-Americans that can easily go to another program and start. But it had it so competitive, but it was a great competitor. I mean, we rarely got it. You know, every once in a while, a couple of players got into it. But most of the time, we were just pushing each other. He promised if we win, he'll take care of us. And, man, we won a lot of games. 
a lot of games. Man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, take me back for you personally. Whenever you were making that decision to go and, and play D1 and play, uh, there's no such thing as Power 5 then, but just Power 5 basketball. Skeeter, what was the process like for you? What drew you to Billy Tubbs in Oklahoma? It was, it was a style of play, man. I mean, he said he, he mentioned if you play great defense, then you can do anything on offense. So it, it was just an amazing run, man. I mean, we were scoring hundreds of if, – if, if the football team scored 50, then he want us to hang 100. <laughs> 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 and oh. and it wasn't it wasn't a rubber in your nose. It just our second team was just as good as the first team. So you know we weren't trying to beat people. Yeah, we were really trying to beat people by hundred. <laughs> <laughs> for for you, I, I just you know I, I, there there's so many different angles I'm curious about. But I I travel with the OU softball team. Okay, and I yeah. travel with football. So I get amazing, to see a lot. Amazing, amazing teammate. Coach is doing a great job. Yeah. She is, isn't she? They're so fun. Yeah. I, we're waiting out this rain here. I hope we get to play today uh, down right. here in Louisiana. But I, 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 the joy for me is in the journey, right? Seeing these kids and their conversations in the airport and, and watching them whenever they're getting ready. I don't know, Skeeter, if I've asked, but what were those moments like? Like when you guys would travel, whenever it wasn't necessarily basketball, when it was team meals, was it important for Coach to make sure that everyone was together and that you guys had that bond beyond just the court? You don't you don't win a lot of games as we did without being together. And Stacy would start off with jokes. I mean, we, we just we prepared when we traveled. He already had us prepared. I mean, he would say some stuff like, "Hey, we're gonna go in there and we're gonna kick their butts," and he would make us believe it. But our traveling was just so fun. We were relaxed. We had everything we needed to go out and get a victory on the road or at home. And and it was all about the preparation, man. I mean, he just had us ready. And, and a lot of people want to say we were cocky. I don't think we were cocky. We just knew, if you don't bring your A game, we're going to run you out of this gym. And that's the way he coached us, and that's the way he talked to us. I mean, he just gave us so much confidence that we can beat anybody, anywhere, anytime. It's such BS, I think, that people – say that Billy Tubbs didn't care about defense. That's been one platform we've used in, in conversations today a lot. Uh, Skeeter, you can speak to it probably more than anyone. Just because they you scored a lot of points didn't mean that it wasn't important to Billy Tubbs to, to stop the other team. There's just a ton of possessions in games. You can't score a lot of points if you're not playing defense. And teams that played against the rivalries, Oklahoma State, Missouri, they, they understood what we were about. We're going to pick you up as soon as you come in that gym. Outside your locker room, we're ready to get at it. And then after the game, win or lose, we're going to shake your hand. We're going to keep it moving. But we were prepared to win. When we won. We had so much fun. If we lost, man, we may take us back home and go to practice. Two more. Two more, and I'll let you get out of here, Skeeter. First no one. Uh, memory uh, is there is there that core memory that when you look back to your two years at Oklahoma, your time with these incredible teams that we still talk about to this day, lovingly, glowingly. What are some of those moments that have stayed with you forever? That even 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 through the time away, it's it's it still pops in your mind and brings a smile to your face. Man, that forty-eight hour we want uh, my senior year, me going with the seniors, and that forty-eight hours where we played Missouri, they were number one. Uh, that Sunday afternoon on NBC, that was incredible. And then we come back that Tuesday night, and Kansas is number one now. 
And man, we 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 put on a show in front of our fans. Our fans really, our, our students, our students and alumni. I mean, when you look back when we played, the gym was never empty. It, I mean, those students stayed out like we were due. They stayed out the night before in the rain and snow to get in that material in Kansas game. And uh, we just wanted to put on a good show, and we won those games, and I don't think it will ever be duplicated where one team beat two number one teams with that much talent they had in 48 hours. I mean, it will go down in history. I mean, those that, that Sunday and that Tuesday night was – it was an incredible run. Mm. And then, uh, a- a- a Skeeter, finally, Phyllison, uh, one of the all-time great names in the history of basketball, but also one of the all-time great people. What is what is Skeeter Henry up to today? What have you been doing to, to keep yourself busy? Ah, oh, man, just work, doing work, hanging with family and friends. And, you know, I love, I'm at all the Oklahoma home football games. And if it's close, uh, we're in the bowl game. I'm just so proud of my university, man. It, it, uh, I mean, the atmosphere was it was just incredible, man. It's I mean, you can't even explain unless you were there. Those those my two years there was just amazing. So I went on and played pro basketball a little in the NBA, but that two year run of University of Oklahoma, uh, my mother still talks about it. She loved little Billy Cuz, man, and the coaching staff and the alumni. I mean, if you watch any of those films, it was just. It was, it was an incredible run, man. I mean, you can't duplicate. You just can't. And, of course, Oklahoma had some good teams after. They're going to have some more good teams. But that really tough uh, was, I mean, you could uh, even our opening practice for the public was 5,000 people, man. You know what I mean? It was just, we just made it exciting. And the students and the alumni loved it. I mean, they just. They traveled everywhere we went, and we're going to bring our fans, and we're going to come in there and shake your hand. But we were really in there to kick your butt with some exciting <laughs> basketball. I can talk to you all day. Skeeter, thank you for your time, man. We appreciate you joining us on this day of celebration of one of the greatest eras in college basketball, man. Appreciate you. Right. I'm headed that way now, man, and we're going to celebrate Coach, man. What a legend, man. What an awesome dude. I mean, he just he made basketball fun. I mean, it's, it's never going to be duplicated like that. Preach. Thanks, Skeeter. Right, Talk to you soon, man. Good, man. I'll see you guys this weekend. Later. See you tomorrow. Later. Think about that. Think about that. They they lose a tough game on the road against Missouri. They lose ninety two to ninety. They turn around and have to travel to Nebraska. Now Nebraska wasn't that very good in hoops, but it's still a road game. We're going back to nineteen ninety. And they win by 22. And then on a Saturday, number one, Missouri, coming to the LNC, 107-90, beat them by 17. Then they turn around and they host the new number one, Kansas, on, I don't know, were we calling it Big Monday back then? On that Monday, they beat them 100-78. And for good measure, they went on the road and put, uh, what would that be, half a hundred times two? They put 100 on Oklahoma State and beat Oklahoma State 107-94, swept through the Big 12 tournament. What a run. Thanks to Skeeter Henry for joining us. Coming up, Stacy King. But I, I did, there's some really good stuff, and I, I do want to dip into the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line when we come back. Uh, by the way, I'm, I'm watching live softball right now. They're headed to the bottom of the sixth inning. Georgia has rallied 
They lead Oklahoma State now 7-4. to OSU was up 4-zip. Georgia has reeled off seven unanswered runs. I'm with the Sooner softball team right now in Lake Charles, Louisiana. Uh, yeah, a little iffy, a little rain, overcast, but the hope is that this is going to move out by early afternoon and we'll be good to go for the 3 o'clock first pitch against Central Arkansas, who, by the way, Central Arkansas is staying in the same hotel as we are here in Lake Charles. Pierce Leffelholtz is running the show. I'm Chris Plank. You're tuned in to Billy Tubbs Day on the ref. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. Dude, McComas, you're the best. Tyler does our social media. I'm just I'm watching the highlights that he's posted. Check it out at KREF Sports. If you're not following us, you should. Uh, what's wrong with you if you're not following us? Get get it right. Get it figured out. Um, still raining here. Still raining here, Pierce. I don't. I don't know how I don't know how good I feel. Again, it's eleven o'clock. We don't play until three, but there are there is a game that's scheduled to start at one. Uh, that is UCA and oh, I just had it pulled up here. I'll figure it out in a second. Your thoughts so far? How have you, have you enjoyed Billy Tubbs' day? Learning a little bit about the history of Oklahoma Sooner basketball, Pierce. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those things that I've heard, you know, some stories from my dad, but I didn't really know too much. So kind of hearing these different perspectives on, you know, Billy and kind of everything is it really, you know, informs me about how highly regarded he was and not only that, but just how talented they were at that time. It's a I really wish I was a student there for that last run you were talking about, you know, yeah, a couple of number one upsets would be uh, pretty nice. And you're leaving us right as Stacy King is coming on the show. I know. That hurts. I know. To the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, I mentioned there's a lot of really good stuff on here. Uh, This is from the 405. Wayman, Billy, and the boys, all of his years there were special. The 80s with Tubbs and Switzer was a dynamic pair. You never knew what was going to happen, but you knew it would be explosive. I miss those days, but carry that still to this day with current coaches, and they coach in that legacy. You know, it's kind of funny. I I think about the great eras and the teams that I loved whenever I was a kid. I loved the the 83 Raiders. Loved them. Now, I think it's why, Pierce, there was a time where you only got three football games a day. That was it. Man, and, that's and almost unfathomable. I know, right? And I could only watch whenever they would play on Mondays. But I loved, the, I loved them. Collect their baseball cards, the – 88 Dodgers loved the 88 Dodgers, right? As a as a college football fan, I mean, I've loved every Sooner team that I've covered. But you know, I think about you know whenever I first got to college, Big O's senior year. I think what was that 91 the TU football team? I think about the 99 2000 TU basketball teams. We all have those teams that we fell in love with, and this for a lot of the. The boomers, I guess you could say now, and even the Gen Xers, this was the Gen Xers, this was your childhood, right? This was Billy Ball was what you grew up on in Oklahoma. Uh, the eight oh six writes that no defense argument is one of the quickest ways to trigger me, make me mad, writes the eight oh six. How is giving up eighty points bad defense when you win by forty? Allowing a team to shoot over 50% from the floor seems bad until you realize they couldn't get a shot off because they kept turning the ball over. 
And unfortunately, guys, there's people are set in their ways, and they're not going to change. Not going to change. The 972. I went to Billy Tubbs basketball camp to the late 80s. Some of my best memories. He broke my heart when he went to TCU. Um, from the 918, loving Billy Tubbs Day. I'm a lifelong Sooner. I graduated from Tulsa University in 95. What's up, dude? I was there in 95. And we'll never forget the welcome back game at the new Reynolds Center. You remember who TCU stud was? Freaking Lee Nalen. Oh, my gosh. One of those guys that looked like, I'm just going to say this kindly, but looked like he tried to cut in line at the buffet, but then still go out and put like 50 points on you. It's like, how is this lefty doing it? Um, What an interview with David Little. So good. All of these have been good. Basically, basically, I have the easiest job on the planet today because I get to talk to these, we get to talk to these legends, and we're talking about one of their favorite things, their coach. Yeah, you're loving them softballs. It's great. It's easy. Hey, did you love Billy? Uh, let me tell you a story about Billy. <laughs> um. Dave Seeger coming up next hour, but when we come back, Stacey King's going to join us. Pierce, a little different feel on the show today, but I'm I'm very grateful I had a chance to at least hang with you a bit, man. Every what time I hear is fun, man. Are, are you off to class now? I'm off to class, and I've who, got, a, got a show to run early, later today, so who, I'm busy. Who goes to class in college on a Friday? My last year, too, my last semester. i got to soak it up, man. That is true. All right, buddy. We'll have you back in here soon whenever you can. Stick around. Uh, Stacy King is coming up next on The Ref.